I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Welcome to The Daily Doctor's Kitchen with me, your host, Dr. Rupi. I'm a medical doctor and cookbook author, and The Daily Doctor's Kitchen is a series of bite-sized nuggets of information all to do with food, nutritional medicine, and healthy living taken from my main podcast, The Doctor's Kitchen Podcast. And if you want to learn how to eat well every day, check out my free recipes, books, newsletter, and download the app at thedoctorskitchen.com. I wanted to ask you about why different personalities age better than others and how that comes into the conversation around healthy aging because I, I, I it was it was quite new to me. It's a it's a rather new uh, way of thinking about the lifespan. Um, of course the the three foundations on which our uh, our lives take shape are genes. Uh, and then uh, the environment, and the environment has, and it's, it's no no longer in science anyway. Do we talk about nature versus nurture, meaning genes versus environment? They're two inextricably linked. One influences the other, uh, they, but they both influence one another. The, you, you know, uh, your genes influence the kinds of things you may do in your life, but the things you do have a backward effect on the genes, the gene expression. Uh, can be changed. Your, gen- your genes can be rewritten by experience. So um, within the environment, you've got two components, which are the culture in which you're raised and the values of your family and community and society. And then you've got the uh, odd things that happen to you, chance, random things, opportunity. And um, the, uh, the fact is that although we can't, to a large degree, control what happens to us, we can control how we respond. And so our personality or mindset has an outsized influence on the way our lives will reveal themselves at any age or any stage. So uh, the idea is that you can change your personality at any age and choose a personality that you want, choose a personality that will give you a better chance of, of, of being happy and productive and living healthy. Yeah, because you, you talk a bit about um, conscientiousness uh, at the start and the end. 
um, and gratitude, which I find fascinating. So a bit of context, I, I've been doing gratitude for a number of years now. It's part of your cultural tradition. Absolutely, yeah. I think... Um, you you want to go into that a bit? We can do, yeah. yeah. Please. So the, the act of selflessness um, or this context called seva, which is basically giving to others and different religions there are i mean i'm not practicing sikh uh, and, and i'm definitely not a scholar but in different religions there always seems to be this um theme throughout them of service to others in islam i think you're given a proportion of your income away in sikhism uh, we deliver food to uh, anyone who comes into the temple as part of seva you will be either someone who provides the food, cooks the food, serves the food. I've done all those different roles and I think it's great. It's a wonderful way of cultivating gratitude for the very simple thing of eating. A lot of people don't have. I attended a Sikh meal. Oh, did you? The, nice. The, the Lunga. temple in New Delhi, the, 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 the main Sikh temple. Uh-huh. It was really wonderful. The food's incredible, right? Well, that and the people too. <laughs> yeah. They're very warm uh, and interested people. Yeah, exactly. And so this this concept of gratitude has always um, been there throughout my sort of like upbringing. Um, I was cherished to be born and, and raised with a, those sort of um, those sort of background uh, influences. But I formalized doing a gratitude exercise by thinking of three things that I do every single day that I'm grateful for. And that can be something as simple as stepping outside and it not being raining. Or if it is raining, then I'm I'm grateful that I had my umbrella with me or something, you know, Or that it's not like snowing. That. Or that it's not snowing, exactly. Uh, or that actually we have rain here, whereas in Australia, they're begging for rain because of the fires. So I decided to share that on social media every single day to sort of encourage people. It started off as 10 days and then it went to 30 days and then people were just like, carry on, carry on. So it ended up being over 700 days of gratefulness every single day, three days shared with the public. Um, I stopped doing it formally in that way because I felt that there were some personal things that I wanted to talk about and I didn't want to share that on social media, but I do it intermittently. But I'm fascinated with the practice of gratitude and how there is some evidence based about how that, how that cultivates conscientiousness and how that can lead to better aging. Well, so yeah, let's touch down there uh, on gratitude and come back to conscientiousness, if that's all right with you. Um, gratitude is the people who study happiness, the neuroscience of happiness, uh, are um, in uniform agreement that really... The surefire way to be happy is to be grateful for what you have and not focus on what you don't have. And everybody has something to be grateful for. Uh, It's not always easy when uh, bad things happen or you're thwarted or you've just gotten yelled at or cut off in traffic or any of these things. Um, But it does become a mindset. It takes a little bit of practice. Some people uh, are born into a family that encourages and nurtures that practice. Others come to it quite late in life. Fortunately, almost all of us will come to it eventually because gratitude becomes a mindset after the age of 65 and 70, just through normal neurostructural and neurochemical changes to the brain. But from a neuroscientific standpoint, when you're experiencing gratitude, You're not experiencing cravings and uh, jealousy, uh, destructive emotions like anger and rage and uh, feeling um, that you need to get revenge 
Uh, you're not absorbed by rumination of how come he has this and I don't have it. How come she got the promotion? You know, you, you're grateful for what you have. It in, encourages a calm, peaceful state of mind, and that releases neurochemicals in the brain that actually kickstart the immune system. Uh, and so you can't really point to one thing that is the key. Uh, just like you can't say, oh, well, there's this one supplement you have to take or this one food you have to eat. It's all part of what I call healthy lifestyle practices. So it, yeah, it's diet, it's um, exercise and movement, it's sleep, and it's mindset. It's practicing gratitude, which has a neural basis. We've scanned the brains of monks that the Dalai Lama sent over and found that um, they've got some structures that are thicker, uh, that lead to beneficial brain health, other structures that uh, are deactivated, negative self-talk being one of them. Oh, I'm, I'm bad, I'm this, you know, I, I don't deserve this, uh, you know, this bad thing happened to me because it's my fault. That kind of negative self-talk turns off in experienced meditators. Mm -hmm. I hope you enjoyed today's Daily Doctor's Kitchen. The Doctor's Kitchen podcast is where I discuss multiple topics around nutritional medicine and well-being with experts and researchers from around the globe. And you can find me on social media at doctors underscore kitchen. Sign up for free recipes every single week at thedoctorskitchen.com. And don't forget to download the app. I'm Dr. Rupi. Have a beautiful day. <laughs>